0: So, how long have you been Ant-Man again? Not long. It just sort of happened.
1: Hello, and welcome to the What's On podcast, where we talk about films, and we discuss films, and we review films. I'm Billy Ray.
2: I am Ellie.
1: And I'm Tom. And today we're talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs>
2: I had to do it, I haven't done it up to this point, and then I was like, oh yeah.
1: Yeah, we haven't been here in a while, because we have adult lives, and sometimes that gets in the way.
2: I have shit to do, deal with it.
1: <laughs> I'm just a bit lazy. Oh, why do I write so much? I've got to read this all out now. Jump <laughs> you want me so, to do it? If you want. I'll do it. That'd be cool. Oh. We have a little plot summary for Ant-Man and the Wasp.
2: Ant-Man and the Wasp, a summary by Billy Ray McAvoy. <laughs>
1: 2018. <laughs>
2: After the events of Civil War, Scott Lang has been put under house arrest for his actions in Germany with Captain America. He has been banned from any further contact with his counterparts, Hope and Doctor Hank, who are fugitives for not signing the Soviet Accords. Spanier. A couple. Damn it! That's really embarrassing. Sorry, I'm just kind of skim reading <laughs> over the top. A couple... A couple days before the end of his sentence, Scott has a strange dream in which he finds himself in a woman's body, playing hide and seek with a little girl. He awakens from this dream and leaves a voice voicemail about this dream on Dr. Hank's phone. Scott is then kidnapped by Hope and Dr. Hank, who hypnotise him. Hip. Hope Hip. hip-
1: Hypothesise.
2: Hypothesise. Oh my god, we're just idiots. <laughs> from the dream. I'm so sorry, I'm doing. I'm absolutely botching this. <laughs> my only time to shine, and I'm fucking it up. From the dream that Scott has the location of Hope's mother, Dr. Hank's wife, in his head. While Scott has been under house arrest, Dr. Hank and Hope have been building a machine which would work as a tunnel to transport them into the quantum-verse. You know,
0: you know this isn't a speed run, right? Let's just think about what happens after <laughs> that, anyway. They go
1: into the quantum-verse to save his, her mum. Yeah. And there, there's a villain. There's a ghost.
2: Yeah, there's like a ghost <laughs> villain. It, it, it's an interesting story. There's a lot going on. I can I, I, it's, it's very long. I was just...
1: It was quite long. I mean, the, ba- the basic story is that Ant-Man, Hank and Hope are going into the quantum Quantumverse to save Amon. Yeah. bring her back.
2: Yeah. And they haven't spoken up until this point where they try and use the machine. And then 15 minutes later, they get a call from Hank being like, I had a dream about this, that and the other. They meet. Um, and then you've got two bad guys. You've got the sort of thug mob bad guy who's very stereotypical, quite funny. And then you've got the... Um, not necessarily anti-hero, but the distressed woman looking very desperate, requiring their technology to stop something horrible happening to her. That you know, with her phasing, that apparently Hank, Doctor Hank, caused. What I found very funny in the cinema is I got really confused as to the relationship as it was panning out. Of you know, I am this girl. What was her name? She I was Ghost. I just remember, it? remember it as Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. Um... And she says that she, you know, my my father. You, you you dispelled my father, and this is when Lawrence Fishburne's character comes in, and I think, ah, right, okay, you are her father. And then they show this other guy and I'm like, well, who the fuck is he? When they're doing the flashback, I was so confused for quite a while. I'm like, okay, so no, no, you're just a friend help. Okay, so your father's dead. Uh, uh, Okay, no, now I'm there with you. It was very confusing.
1: Dr. Foster, I thought he was Ghost's dad as well. Mm. It just seemed like they were, that's what their relationship seemed to be. Yeah. I mean, she's talking about flashbacks and there's a dad there. I just made the connection.
2: I just thought, but yeah, I, I I thought it was a bit long personally. There was a point where they're fighting over this particular part for this this quantum machine that the, the Hope and Dr. Hanker made to go and get their mother. And it, it, you've got these three people, you've got these three different forces fighting for it, and it just gets to the point where I kind of forgot about Ghost, and they've been fighting for the bit, and they had the the bit, and I'm like, oh yeah, excellent. They've got the, oh they've got, the... and then Ghost comes in, and I remember just going because oh, I, I thought oh god this might, maybe this will be over in like 20 minutes
0: no the Marvel films are always super long
2: it was really long and I, I, it, I...
0: it did not feel long for me I, I, I didn't think it
1: felt long at all but I generally thought that the middle part of the film did take a bit of a dull once mm. Ghost started monologuing because oh, honestly who ties people to a chair and monologues about their plan and what they've been through like it's a, an old James Bond film
2: I was literally thinking James Bond
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, they, they do it in all the, the Marvel films
2: do they? yeah
0: I don't know people get captured by the bad guy the bad guy monologues,
1: a good guy escapes. Yeah, but it's normally something to do within the plot rather than just monologuing. Like when Thanos is describing his plan, he's no, trying but... to convince them of that what he's doing is
0: right. Whereas she just kind of... Her monologue is more to sort of make Hank feel better. Let the <laughs> audience understand her better. No, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not really anything to do with the plot. She's just... No, but yeah, then no. then she would just be some like randomly face shifting woman, and was like, "Why the fuck is she doing that?" No, they definitely should have explained
1: it, just maybe in a different way that didn't feel so expository. expository. Yeah, but <laughs>
0: when when flashbacks are so overdone, and how do you actually like get around the problem that is giving people backstory that is now not done in an overused medium, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, who wants to see Batman's origin story again, ever? No, thank you. Yeah? yeah. No? Nope. No?
2: yeah, I yeah, think I'm right.
0: Superman? No? no? I was saying this when Spider-Man came out, I didn't want yeah. any more origins. So, no more origin stories. That's the problem, though. What happens when you introduce a character that nobody's ever met before? Yeah, they have to introduce her properly, because I don't think the mass Marvel fan base is
1: overly familiar with Ant-Man in comparison to the other stories. Yeah. yeah. So they do have to introduce Ghost. I just, I did find her a little bit boring after that. I really like the concept of the character. Yeah, she was pretty cool. The way she could just walk through things.
2: I never really sympathised with her, though. I felt, I don't, I feel bad. Like, you know, I feel bad for everything that happened to you. And obviously you're in pain and you're dying and all this whole thing. But I didn't, I didn't actually connect enough with the character as I'm watching it to actually sympathise or really care. I did not care if she died. I really didn't. Uh, That's so terrible of me, but I just, just...
1: I didn't really care till the end once um, Hope's mum, Janet Van Dyne, had actually got out of the quantum verse. And then she just looks defeated. like She's accepted that she's about to die. And then I was like, oh shit, I feel a bit bad for her now. But before that, she got so dark when she talked about going after Scott Lang's little girl.
2: Yeah, I mean, fuck you. (laughs) That's a kid. That kind of fair enough going after Scott... Fair enough going after any adult, but a kid? Fuck you. How weak are you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that... uh, the, the Doctor guy stopped her from doing that, because that would have just been a repeat of the first film then, really, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, because the yellow jacket
1: went to do the exact same thing. <laughs> but yeah, I think it took a bit of a, a dull moment after that for a while, up until the end where they're all chasing after the lab, and Hank's actually in the lab, in the quantum verse. Yeah. And, and then Scott gets really fucking big
0: it, in the water.
2: Yeah.
0: I was going to say, they've done something with the concept where... The concept of the actual movie itself, where, or at least in the original movie, the, the the draw to it is that he can shrink down to the size of an ant. And I like how they took that concept and fiddled with it very slightly by giving him like a malfunctioning suit so that his transformations would be random at times. So like when he transforms down to the size of the little kid when they're walking through the preschool, yeah. <laughs> they've like found ways to keep the concept fresh. mm mm-hmm. That was one of the
1: best visual gags in the whole film. Yeah. When he's walking around in the big hoodie and he just runs away from the teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, whole pass. Hey. Uh,
2: I kind of felt bad for him as well. You know when he was gigantic in the water? I do remember turning to you, Tom, in the cinema and going, he must be exhausted. I mean, so tired. And of course he is because then he collapses, doesn't he? Yeah. As a giant... You'd, you wouldn't wait for ages as well as a giant. You just wouldn't.
1: I felt so bad for him as well. Just thinking like he's walking around and he's really tired. And i just, oh, I've been there.
2: Each step is a drag plus it's through water.
1: Like when you have to walk back home from work and you're just like, I can't do this. I'm so tired.
2: <laughs> I really liked as well when they were talking about, obviously, they were talking, he was talking with the Lawrence Fishburne's character. What is his name?
1: Dr. Foster.
2: Dr. Foster. <laughs> or Bill. Bill he was talking to Dr. Foster and they were talking about how tall they'd got so obviously Dr. Hank had been playing with the idea of getting taller anyway and they're comparing like, oh, what, what did you end 25 feet? And it's like, wow, well, yeah, oh, nice. And he's, do you know what I mean? It was, <laughs> like, what, it what was dick you? measuring competition. in 65, 65 feet. And he's like, damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> I liked that. That was That was nice. In a good way to show that this character isn't an evil character. He's
0: yeah, it's just some dude that's been wronged and uh. it's taken his justice and maybe a little bit too far. Mm. What both of these films have shown is that Dr. Hank is a bit of a dickhead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hank is a massive dick. He's Hank a huge pen, a dick.
1: dick. Fuck that dude. He just fires people and punches people.
2: I just, he, I think he's just really stubborn. He he, he won't listen to anybody either, so. I
1: think it's uh, passed down to his door as well. What did you guys think of hope in this film?
0: Uh, I'll go first then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, I, you know, she's good. Uh, the wasp suit was cool. It looked nice. I don't think they utilised her as well as they could have. Good, because I'm thinking the same thing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's really nice that she's out of her and... Scott Scotland. Scott, thank you. Out of him, her and Scott, she's clearly the superior fighter, user of the technology, understander of the technology. Yeah. Uh, You know, she she is superior, but they just didn't show... They showed that immensely, but... I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I feel like she. Was, I was left wanting a bit more of her. I don't know why. And it, not from her. She did really well. I think she act, The actress acted it beautifully. She was fantastic, and she she really was good. But I want. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I wanted her to have more gadgets, or I wanted her to be more in the forefront of actually. Yeah. You
1: know, <sighs> I wanted her to have just more character. Like she got a lot of screen time and fighting, but not really a lot happened with her.
2: Yeah, she's just
1: got the one set motive throughout the whole film, and nothing really changes very much. Like even the scenes between her and Scott, where they're all romantic and stuff, aren't very that engaging to me. I don't
0: really feel it. Mm, yeah, in comparison to the first one, I don't know what it is. I think it, in general the entire film feels a little bit emotionally emptier than the first film.
2: Yeah, that's mm, a good yeah. yeah. I agree. It does. It, it's just like. Eh. In, yeah. that little de- in that department.
0: Like, they just went for, okay, we're going to make a badass film.
2: Yeah, because even the father-daughter bit that they, they had was still lovely, but it wasn't as poignant as it was in the first film, which everything was pretty much parentally driven.
1: Yeah, yeah, they had a really beautiful dynamic in the mm. first film. And in the second film, it was more like they were lab partners who just worked together. Mm. If you're going to call it Man and the Wasp, I want a bit more development from the
0: Wasp. Yeah. Although I did like the teaming up, it was pretty cool. It was cool. Um, and the moments where they made let her be badass, they, you know, she was badass. But it just felt a bit weird that when her and Scott were teaming up, they seemed to be just as shit as each other. <laughs> you know? Which kind of seems a bit counterproductive to the whole her being really awesome in the first film. And the only reason he doesn't let her wear the suit is because he doesn't want to lose her as well, but... Now she's got a suit that's more technolog- technologically advanced, and she is useless. Why?
2: She, she wasn't useless. Ooh, yeah,
0: she's not useless, but like it, it, she's she's just as inept at fighting ghosts as Scott Lang is. Mm. And she's supposed to be more proficient in combat than he is. Mm. Great with regular dudes, though. Yeah. Like right. when she was fighting all the guys in the kitchen, I thought that was a really good fight scene.
1: With really the salt <laughs> enlarging the salt, I liked all of the. Um, size gags, I like as well.
2: Yeah, at the end with the moth in there, in the car, they made it look like it was a, a car park where you go and watch the cinema, and it wasn't. It was just a bunch of toy cars and a laptop, a laptop. and a giant moth comes down. It's not a giant moth; it's a, a regular sized moth thing. comes down, and attacks the car, and he's like, "Oh, fucking moth dust, moth moth dust." Oh, but
1: um, it worked really great as an action film. Yeah, it I mean there, there wasn't a lot of character
0: moments, but as an action film, it pretty much did the job. It had me on the edge of my seat at times. Uh, I thought the introduction of Ghost was ominous and badass. Mm. A little bit terrifying. Yeah, the way she kept, like, fading or into yeah. different places, that was really cool. That's, like, some nightmare realm shit for me. That, like, the entire premise of her character.
2: She's not actually ever properly in this realm. She's in all different realms, so she's pretty much invincible because she's never really here.
1: Yeah. She kind of... I remember watching the film, and when she was walking, I just thought, it's as if I'm drunk, or maybe she's drunk. mm it's like seeing double and she walks it's a really bad trip that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's an action film pretty solid I loved all the action scenes and the very last half an hour of the film was just jam packed with it
0: yeah it was a uh... again another chase scene another Marvel chase scene we seem to talk about these every time we do Marvel films they love their chase scenes but it was I a good chasing. chasing I, I, loved I just pissed. loved when he gets really giant and he
1: starts leaning on one of the cars <laughs> and he's Mine pushing was a it Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the size gags were spot on it's nice to have a, a more funny film it's kind of like a, a
0: bit of a moment for you to catch your breath after Avengers
2: oh, yeah, yeah and then it, it kind of gives you that really devastating post credits
0: oh god yeah <laughs> I'd, I'd actually forgotten about the post credit scene Oh, the first one. So, yeah, when Ant Man goes into
1: the quantum verse to get some energy or something. Healing crystals or whatever. He, something fact. like that. And then he's like, guys, guys. And they've all turned into dust. Yeah. They've we, all vanished. They've been clicked.
2: They've been snapped. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was devastating. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my god, he's going to be stuck in there forever.
0: It explains where Ant Man is. <laughs>
2: yeah, everybody's <laughs> going, where the fuck is Ant Man? It's like, well. <laughs>
1: He's back might, here now. He <laughs> might learn about some of these civilizations that Janet spoke about in the Quantum Verse. He's, he's probably going to be in there for a while.
2: I don't think it depends how deep he's gone. Because he's not continually yeah. shrinking. He's shrunk to a sp- he's shrunk specific, to a specific size. size. And now he's in that particular verse.
0: I imagine that some plot hole, not some plot hole, but there'll be some plot point you know, some convenience. in <laughs> Infinity War 2 where someone will ha- probably, like Black Widow, will happenstance upon that laptop. I just conveniently know what the fuck it is.
2: Doctor Strange is dead, isn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Doctor Strange yeah, is fuck dead. Fuck,
2: I was going to say, he might be able to go and get him.
1: Maybe Captain Marvel will do something. I don't know. Mm. Mm. I'm glad that they kept that as a post credit scene, though, and not a, a scene within the main film, because then it kind of can stand alone. Like, it doesn't have to be part of the, the overall Marvel verse.
2: Yeah.
0: It's just the way they tie this one in. Mm. You can take a breather from all the serious shit that's Yeah, up yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Just, just sit back, pop it on, it's Sunday, four o'clock. Just watch watch, it.
1: watch this basic action film <laughs> where
0: it's funny. And it's not going to make you want to cry. And we don't have any extreme nudity or violence. Yeah,
2: it would be a good gift for Christmas.
0: It would be a good gift for Christmas. you know what I
2: mean? The, the, it would be the good DVD that you put on after. There you the go, awards.
0: Disney. Put that on the fucking box,
1: yeah. and then just stop it as soon as the credits start rolling. Like that's enough, kids. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to watch anymore. <laughs> Everything
2: else is fine.
0: No, no, there's no post-credit scene on this film. No, no, no. They didn't. It's, do a, that. it's a happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> And mans not part of the MCU, kids. Not anymore, <laughs> it's not. Oh, God. I'd
1: like
2: to have a word with you about the vibranium sample you're working with.
1: You should make an appointment,
2: then. Contact Janet Van Dyne and we'll all have lunch.
0: How weird was the quantum verse? It was, it was weird. It
2: was I was mean, really strange.
0: It, it almost seemed like... Have you seen the Rick and Morty episode where they go inside the body? Mm-hmm. Like a trippy version of that.
2: I thought it looked like what in Lord of the Rings whenever you put the ring on and it's all like oh
0: yeah the flames and it's
2: all flamey and fucked up and everything's distorted
0: it could have been a scene from uh, Hellblade as well
2: oh god yeah it could have I I was thinking that I was thinking that you know when you're in hell with the with the goat men and there's just one after the other coming at you around (laughs) that bloody cave corner thing and there's water and I I just oh and I was so annoyed as well because I'd taken on what lot. Forty, and I turned to you like I can't, I can't do it anymore. There's just too many. I'm tired, and you did one, and that was it. Finished. <laughs> I'm I was, sorry, I
1: brought that game up.
2: Sorry, that, yeah.
1: They did have that little horror scene though, which I thought was really good. Yoni's walking like through the house, and then he sees Janet in one of the rooms. And it's really dark
0: mm.
1: when he's going through the all the realms. That was creepy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. It was
1: really weird. It was not what I was expecting at all. Especially when he first goes in, and he sees this giant. Floating the air that like thing, like mites or something.
2: They have got a particular name. They they do exist, they are real, they are everywhere and they can survive everything. I can't remember what they're called, but they are real things. The with the scary teeth yeah. and the and the arms. They are real. They they wow. are real.
1: That's that's creepy. They yeah. live
2: inside of you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that, that's really creepy. He found Janet um really easily as well. Like he just kind of kept travelling.
2: No, because it found That's her coordinates. Point. That was the whole point of, you know, when she was all in his body.
1: Yeah, I just I just kinda of thought he'd like land on some sort of quantum verse island and then he'd have to get out and you know, try and
2: find. Yeah, how did it she... would have taken longer, though. How did she get there? What? What? How has she been living? She didn't even have like a hut. She had like proper weapons and shit. I'm like, where have you got this?
1: Yeah, she
0: said it was like a civil civilization. Yeah, thing, she though. said there were civilizations.
2: Jeez. Oh, sh- which Jesus.
0: is really weird. Imagine how small those civilizations would be, and like the the actual reality of our reality, hmm. like insignificantly small, and also time and time and space works different there so yeah. it's like we could just
1: crush them or anything mm-hmm. but I want I want to see more of it in another film I don't know
0: what, what they'd be able to do it in it'd, have, it'd just have to be Ant-Man really wouldn't it I think it's probably going to be involved in some way in Infinity War 2 mm. to get Ant-Man out of the quantum thing and he can help with the fight because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they said he's in the second Infinity War um, right.
2: Tony Stark might be able to get him out.
0: Why Tony Stark? Because he's a genius. Yeah. Mm. But got... how would he know that he's in there? Well, mm. Like I said, it would be some sort of far-fetched thing if somebody happenstance coming across it or them looking for Hank Penn. Like, you'd imagine that S.H.I.E.L.D. are still tracing them or something. Yeah, it's going to have to be super convenient Yeah. they get him out. Yeah. Because I just don't see how it's going to happen.
2: Yeah. But they'll I, think of something. I don't know either, but the likeliest person to do it is Tony Stark.
0: Why no, then? he's on Titan. Oh, shit. Fuck no. he is, isn't
2: he? <laughs> They're all on
1: Titan. They're fucking stuck out there. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> they are stuck on Titan because Doctor Strange is dead. Oh,
0: no. I didn't think about this. They
2: are legit stuck out there. And they've um, the Guardians have crashed their shit.
0: Uh I mean, who's even alive? Like, the originals That was with Tony. Uh, no, all the Guardians are dead. His, isn't Tony Stark just on his own on Titan?
2: No, he, there is someone else with him. No, I think he is on his wands. Maybe on, on Titan. On Titan. I can't remember.
0: Nebula. He might be left with Nebula. I think you might be right.
1: I'm okay with Ant-Man not being in Avengers though. I don't really see him doing much.
2: Hey, if he, he could get space. under the glo- <laughs> He could have got under the glove and popped it off.
0: Yeah, get inside the glove and then make himself gigantic and oh the God thing yeah. would explode. That's brilliant. No. Yes.
2: What did you think of the giant ant with the drums this time? <laughs> Because I was talking to my boss at work, because we used to talk about films and stuff, and he was like, "I didn't really, I didn't really like it. I thought it was a bit cheesy." Which, fair enough, actually on reflection, it kind of was, but it was also very funny. It was funny,
0: yeah. It, the the aunt was. Dis- was literally brain pro- had its brain programmed to do what Scott Lang would do throughout throughout the day, so it wouldn't seem weird. Mm. And that's just what he would do throughout the day.
1: I liked that. and I thought he was hilarious, especially when he's playing the drums and Doc Dr. Tank sees the recording. And he's like, "What are you, something.
2: <laughs> 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 oh dear. Oh, and that moment between him and his daughter was really actually kind of sad as well. Where she, his daughter, was kind of prompting of, you know, I could I could be your sidekick kind of thing, and he not he's like, what, you? And she's like, Yeah, don't laugh. And it's like, oh and oh,
1: so she's so like, sad? I thought you were talking about me. Yeah. And he's talking about hope. Yeah. yeah. And they're like very forced romance, which no one's buying. Can oh, I
2: just if I if, from the way they made hope the first time as well to this strong woman she's supposed to be, I'm not being funny, yes, she'd be civil to him and everything because he's currently got the key to unlocking where her mother is and all this, that, and the other. But it wouldn't all be like, oh, you know, it, it it wouldn't have been that. No, you'd be like, nah, fuck you. It would it, it wouldn't be that. But then again, I don't know because love is blind, isn't it? It's just fucking. Well, oh, no, you. We all know we we all know somebody out there who is with someone, and we're like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And even they're like, I got no idea. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah.
1: She did move on from that really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, they didn't really talk about it much after. The second fight scene and then it's all fine, it's all good.
2: It's when she's all like, you didn't even ask me to come with you.
1: Oh, oh what, what when they're talking about him going to going Germany, the Civil War. Yeah,
2: you yeah, didn't even ask me. And it's just like, well, what would you have said? It was like, well, we'll never know, will we? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, I liked that. That was fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true, though, because she doesn't know. She doesn't know what she'd have said, but he robbed her of the opportunity. So we, Bastard.
1: We could have had a better wasp, but we've got Janet now. Janet's really cool.
2: Yeah. See, this is where I where I wish the Marvel universe tied in more with the mutant universe because that's what she is now.
0: She's
1: a mutate I was thinking. in that, because she talks about evolution and how she's seen a new form of evolution or she's evolved herself and I thought is this veering towards X
0: Men? Mutants. I was yeah, that's I was kinda hoping. But or yeah, she's sure, she's a mutate. Like Deadpool, she's a mutate. Mm. No, I
2: would I would argue that Wade was always a mutant, but we can talk about that another time he uh, just from his skills and ability before they mutate him with the swords and shit that's not this no normal yeah, person yeah. can do that
0: this is true
2: he had like like i also think that scott lang is uh is is a mutant from his cat burglar abilities to his incredible engineering and and things i i do think you know that that heightened sense makes him a, a mutant yeah like you saw the way in the first one, he just climbed the wall.
1: Yeah, there might be some underlying little form of mutation there.
2: Mm. It's nothing big, like enough to catch the attention of Charles, but he would know about him. And there were tiny mutants, that, tiny little mutations.
0: Charles was only really take in the mutants that needed, needed, him. needed to be hidden. Yeah. Well, they were, he doesn't need to be hidden. He found His, the dangerous ones. Yeah, or the ones that stood out. Mm. Scott Lang doesn't stand out as a mutant so he wouldn't be prosecuted as a mutant
2: that's why I wish they would just up i would say just give up the ghost, give up the fight and just let that world intertwine because it's the way it is and it would make a lot it can make a lot more things a lot more exciting if what you can if have you brought
1: the X Men into If Morbidos? you can have
2: Iron Man standing off with Wolverine, obviously they won't happen at the moment because Hugh Jackman has retired from that role and you you're not they're not gonna be able to fill that for another five years at least for as a oh mourning yeah. period. Whoever comes
0: in to play Wolverine next is fucked. <laughs> that would be really awesome. Mm. I'd love that. I mean, it would be a brand new X Men reboot, though, is the only problem. And that, that's, that's going to take a while because
1: they've still got Dark Phoenix coming out. Yeah. So they've still got all of those rights and, and shit.
0: So it's going to be a while.
2: Mm. Before God that damn,
0: happens. You, Sony. <laughs> Fucking Sony, man. Let's, Just let it go. Let it go.
2: If you can't. If you're nothing without the suit, you don't deserve the suit.
0: <laughs> back. You're nothing <laughs> without Spider Man, you don't, don't deserve,
2: deserve the Don't deserve Spider Man. <laughs>
1: I'm um, excited that Janet is out of the verse because she's a really cool character in the comics. I haven't read them, but I've um, heard all the stories about Janet. She's like one of the main female Avengers. Oh. I think she was the highest rated female Avenger and she's led like loads of, the, of groups as well in the comics. She's led the Avengers and um, some of the other groups, which I don't know because I haven't read them.
2: Mm.
1: Fair enough. <laughs> just, they didn't stick in my memory, but she's a really cool character.
2: Then I'm excited.
1: It's a shame she got clicked. Mm. It is a shame she got click- clicked. She'd be really cool. And also Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm. There is never a bad time to see Michelle Pfeiffer on a film. Never. No, she
2: is stunning.
1: She was looking for her age. Yeah. yeah, I feel like they made... Did they make her look older or did they make her look younger in the flashbacks?
2: They made her... I think they did a little bit of Colin May and a little bit of Colin B, to be perfectly honest with you. I think they made her look younger in the flashback. Not by much, but just rolled back maybe a decade
0: uh-huh.
2: and then they rolled forward quite a couple well years. yeah like hopes
0: in her 30s and those flashbacks from when she was a kid so mm-hmm. like so they have made her look older Then
1: i'm just wondering because mm-hmm. she looks so different and i was like which one do you look like right now <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which one more closely resembles you? the mo- the,
2: the, the younger one mo- most closely resembles her i believe And if I think not so she, she she doesn't matter, because fuck the whole spy, spy her age. She's gorgeous. I wish I could look like her now. Yeah. Even with like her white possibly. hair, she still looked better than me.
1: <laughs> she did look pretty cool. But she said that time and space works differently, in the quantum verse. And I'm wondering if that means that she's been there for a long time. Like, longer than she's actually been in
0: there to her.
2: But then why is she aged exactly the same rate as Hank? Mm,
0: questions, questions. Because the human concept of time still took upon her body. But maybe she's evolved, maybe she has longevity now, and she's not gonna die forever. <laughs> God. <laughs> science in Marvel films.
2: It's just magic.
0: <laughs> Weird science again. It is just magic It's just weird It's literally weird just, magic. just magic
1: This whole film's full of magic Which they try <laughs> And make science But it's not real It's not science <laughs> It's just all magic Like they We're supposed to believe That the whole time That Scott's been under house arrest They've been working on The pim particle so much That they can shrink And grow anything now
2: yeah, they're just throwing around cars Tone and building building
0: into a suitcase. Where's the plumbing? How does it work? <laughs> you, don't sh- you don't shit or piss there, mate. That's what happens. Just, or, I know what happens. You do it and the ants dispose of it.
2: But are you telling me that when it's shrinking down, you know all those glass-like tubes and shit like that, that's not all rattling as it's shrinking?
0: I imagine they rattle.
1: You no, know, that's a good question. They because the whole shrink. time that he's in the quantum verse, there's no one in the lab. They're just...
0: Stealing the lab between themselves. And
2: shrinking and growing and shrinking and...
0: No, the lab doesn't shrink and grow at all. But you know, everyone's no, like uh, it.
2: But they grow and shrink the lab whilst they're inside the car growing and shrinking.
0: Truly, do uh, do that? Yeah.
2: And that's why he starts losing connection, because he's like, what the fuck's going yeah. on? Yeah.
0: <laughs> what are you doing?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And also, when he... Right at the end of the film, when he's back with Janet and they're all happy... And then he throws and he puts a house on the ground near the, near the ocean and just grows a big house. And I just thought, really? That's the house, isn't That's it? That's their house. Yeah, I know. But it's like, do you need some like planning permissions or something? No, it's <laughs> some up shit. Like, does he own that land? It's what do some you up want? Shit. Again, the plumbing. No, just <laughs> the It doesn't even matter. It's, the thing is, is, if, if again, somebody he's came a man, along and just
0: like,
2: so. I'm in Hawaii on this beach and there's just this Victorian house, the authorities would be like, yeah, yeah okay then. And even if they did come, you'd just shrink it and run anyway. So well,
0: they be like, "There's a house here now." <laughs> yes, the house was small enough to fit in his pocket. Surely you could just shrink it with them inside the house, and they could just chill there, and nobody would ever know they were there. Yeah, I just thought it was hilarious. That would be
2: dangerous near the sea, though. All those bloody crabs and shit. Can you imagine us shrinking a giant down? Crab. And this oh. giant crab, you would be shitting yourself.
0: Tom's massively scared of crabs. <laughs> I hate crabs, man. <laughs> uh, only when they're alive. I like them when they're dead. They're really tasty. They're really tasty.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Worst, the worst <laughs> thing was when we were watching YouTube videos and there was that crab that was, had that knife and somebody was trying to take the knife off it and you were like, mate. <laughs>
1: Is this a real crab? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it had a knife and it
2: was proper just like jamming away. Oh,
1: now imagine that, but you're like the size of your thumb. <laughs> The <laughs> night. And there are these giant crabs with knives. Well, don't. Out.
2: What about the seagulls? I'll be shitting myself. Let's not go to the beach and <laughs> drink <laughs> ourselves. Should we just a terrible idea. should we just avoid the beach. We should just avoid the beach. There are seagulls oh, yeah. and crabs there.
1: Scotland kept getting gulped up by seagulls, didn't he at one point? <laughs> yeah, oh, And yeah, so yeah, yeah. his ants getting eaten. And they're like, oh, for God's sake! <laughs> 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 visual what? comedy. Yeah. Mm. I, oh, it's br- brilliant visual comedy. Lots of shrinking and things growing. I loved it. Drank
0: um, Hello Kitty thing <laughs> what did you think of Michael Penner Michael Penner yeah it was funny bit, it's the same it, they do the character the same justice they do the same with uh, T.I.'s character as well they, and the Russian guy who I don't actually know yeah. uh, but they basically wrote them the way they were in the first film just gave them less screen time which is maybe a little bit better for the people that didn't enjoy it. But I think he's fucking hilarious. Especially after they give him the truth serum.
2: <laughs> it's he, not truth
0: serum. He was great. Like. Damn,
2: this is a truth serum. It's not a truth serum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, because funny enough, you know when we, when we reviewed the first Ant-Man film, I said that I didn't really like him in it very much. But in this film, his little... Um, backtracking stuff where he's mm. doing all the voiceovers I thought that was one of the best parts of this film
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought that was really good mm. which is weird because in the first one, I just didn't vibe him that much I thought he was funny he, he was very much a side character but that is okay
2: yeah. he's a strong he's side a- okay. character yeah. and that's fine that's great
1: he's there for a reason he's there for Ant-Man's more for Scott's more personal side mm. and his non-Ant-Man side yeah like stuff he's doing in real life so the plot was pretty good for what it was. I mean, it was just an action film, right? It was just pretty simple. yeah, it was an action comedy.
0: But I thought the the pacing was a bit off. It dulled mm. in points, yeah. Comparatively to the first film. Yeah, the first one was all
1: action, all go, no stops, but in a good way.
2: It said a bit more kind of talking, and as you said, monologuing, and oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this
1: was a bit more basic mm. you know, in um, sort of old-fashioned film terms. It's like, okay, we're back to this. Mm. But uh, price-wise, I um, I would definitely go see this again.
2: Would you rate it out of 10?
1: Right, okay. Yeah, let's get to that. Um, I would give this film a seven out of 10. Interesting. Yeah. Solid action, solid comedy, uh, lots of underdeveloped characters. But for what it is, it's a nice breath of fresh air.
2: I'm gonna give it a five. It was all right. Like it, you know, it was it was good. I enjoyed it, but it was it was it alright was and I would go and see it again cuz you two are, but I'd rather go see The Meg in the best screen.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've seen The Meg. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm actually going to give it a 6. Have they? I I did enjoy it, but thinking about the film more afterwards, you know, after because obviously when we saw the film initially, we all discussed what we thought about it, thinking back on it. It not being as good as the first film mm. makes it a little bit more disappointing to me. So I'm going to give it a six, just because I really enjoyed the first film. Okay, I gave the highest rate, and I wasn't expecting this at all. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> I was a bit shocked when you said seven.
1: Yeah, Well, it was it was good. It wasn't great, but it it was good. It was above average for sure.
0: Oh yeah, there are, yeah I've, scenes, I've some seen shit worse films.
1: I've seen worse, <laughs> like The Mech. <laughs> yeah, I've just seen the Meg, and yeah. that was worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but we can talk about that in another one, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it, there was some good cinematography. Good good special effects. But Marvel are always good at that, so... Marvel fun. Marvel seems to have a sequel problem.
2: Yeah, there were fun little gags in it as well, though, which was good. Yeah, it was I guess funny. they do
0: have a sequel problem. I have not, I've not actually really thought about that before, but... Yeah, because um, Dark Dark Guardians is... 2 wasn't as good as Guardians 1. Or... Guardians 2 is not as good as Guardians 1. Dark World is not as good as Thor, though Ragnarok is better than both of them. Yeah, Ragnarok trumps them. Um, Maybe the third ones are always going to be good. Iron Man 2 isn't as good as Iron Man, but Iron Man 3 is... I'm not 100% sure if whether I think it's better than the first one or not, but it's definitely better than the second one. Although Captain America 2 and 3 are way better than the first one. Captain America 3 is the best one. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Civil War is the best one. That's more of an Avengers film. So. It's way more of an Avengers film. At least Winter Soldier is a Captain, it's a Captain America.
1: America film, yeah. Thank you very much for watching. Um, if you want to message us at all, you can email us at whatsonpodcastoutlook.com. We also have a Twitter, whatson underscore podcast. Do we tweet yet? Um, I do tweet sometimes, but I'm just... I'm not on it that often, in all honesty. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying this on the podcast. <sighs> But yeah, if you, if you want to contact us, you can contact us there or feel free to leave any comments or like or subscribe or all or, or the jazz, all the lingo. <laughs> um, hopefully we'll be, we'll, we'll be back next week. We've been very bad with scheduling because we're adults and we've got adult lives and things get in the way. But hopefully we will be back next week. So thank you for listening.
2: Bye.
1: Bye. See ya. If you two are finished comparing sizes...
0: 65. <laughs>